What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another damn podcast. Damn podcast. Presented by our damn, our damn selves. 206, 206, 206. 206, 206. Before we go any further, got to say happy Mother's Day to all the ladies handling their business, including the kid right here. Yay. Shout out to Ari and Khalil. Yes. And this is Ari, why I can say that's that. Ari and Khalil's mama right there for those that don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> that's what I've been, my name has been reduced to, Ari and Khalil's mom. <laughs> all right. Kidding. <laughs> When I go pick him up for school, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> what? So, how was your Mother's Day? Anything exciting? Um, it's been good so far. Uh, I got me my cards. I got some nice little cards for my husband and from the kids. This one plays music from the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, okay, the kids got me some good plate music. And I got dinner that I'm going to be enjoying a little bit later uh, from Hannah's Cuisine. So if you guys can check it out on Facebook, Hannah's Cuisine. Mm -hmm. They do amazing stuff with the catering. Um, We did last year with him. It's uh, Marcus's friend, Kevin. So he did last year for us with the catering because restaurants were closed. So that's how it started. We were like, okay, like let's just have Kevin make something for us because we can't go out. And they're like, okay. Might, and then might have, might have kicked off a new tradition in it. Right. And we we're like, okay, let's do it again this year. So it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and we did for Thanksgiving too. He made our turkey too for Thanksgiving. So that worked out as well. So check it out, Hannah's cuisine. Yummy food. <laughs> All right. Where do we begin now that we got those festivities out of the way. The pleasantries out of the way. Um, I guess we could start in our backyard, in our own backyard. The city of Chicago is looking to open back up by 4th of uh, July. Uh, that's what the that's the tentative ready, yeah. Tentative date. Like uh, our governor, JB Prisker, always says, he always says that these are tentative dates. If uh, the numbers start to rise again, then the numbers can always roll back. Remember last year, they were like, oh, we're in phase three. We're in phase four. And then like, now we're back in phase one. And people was like, I don't get it. We were just in phase. It's like, no, if the numbers start to climb again, then at any point, they can roll it back. But uh, we have leveled off from what the governor is saying. Like Our numbers have dipped back down. And like they are a level where they're staying at a certain point as far as like. COVID survivor right here as far as cases and deaths. So the numbers have dipped down significantly. So it's not like we're spiking anymore. What they calling this, um, the 14th, they're saying they're moving um, into the bridge phase. There you go. Brand new. I haven't heard that one. I think um, JB making up shit. (laughs) 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 You heard phase phase three, they call it a bridge phase. The bridge phase will allow um, greater limits at businesses, museums, zoos, and spectator events. We saw that because the Bulls actually had fans for the first time in over a year at the United Yeah, States. yeah. So the phase, I was shocked. So the yeah. bridge phase actually kicked off a little bit early for the United Center. 
Mm-hmm. But, um, that's what it's saying that you they allow in places to open back up. And it said um, people with proof that they have been fully vaccinated or with a negative COVID nineteen test um, within the last three days. Um, yeah, that's good. That's what um, they're going by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we. Yeah. I mean, I feel pretty like up for like be fully vaccinated or if you bring your test and it's like new and like hey, yeah, I just yeah. got a test. Yeah, two days ago, like, it's going in the right direction with that because, like we said, everybody doesn't necessarily want to get vaccinated, and like we always say, well, what I've been saying is like people who do vaccinate shouldn't shame people, and people who don't want to vaccinate shouldn't shame people who do. It's like you do what your personal, what you feel personally is going to be personal for you. Do your research, feel what you personally. If you've um, been right. vaccinated. Shut the fuck up. And if you're anti-vaxxer, you probably should really shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I'm saying that's where we at. Yeah. So just do you. <laughs> right. Because just the shame and just like people like trying to shame. You can't shame anybody into your beliefs. That's just you just can't do that. Like, especially when people get over a certain age, it's like you can't you don't just go with the flow when you get like our age. We ain't going with the flow like that. We just yeah. not. <laughs> I'm fair with not. I'm um, I'm not pro-vax. I'm not anti-vax. I haven't gotten a vaccine because I just got over COVID. So mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be eligible for like 90 days after you have it. Right. Once you've had it, um, you're less likely to get it again. So it's, it's a number of factors why I haven't been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti, I'm not pro. Like, doesn't bother me either way. Whatever you want to do, do what's best for you. Yeah, I would say I'm pro. Do whatever the hell you want to do. What affects you the best, <laughs> to use your best judgment and stop shaming people. Stop being, just stop doing that. Stop shaming people and stop putting up unfounded claims about certain things that. And then we research it. You can't find. You only find just the one link to the one article that they reference. Like, see, here's the stuff saying that vaccines cause this, cause cancer. It's like what? Like when do vaccines cause cancer? I didn't. And you find the one article, and it's just one article, like no other basis. Shout out, <laughs> God damn. Said, Shout out, Jenny McCarthy. Then. <laughs> Probably the poster child for anti-vaxxers. Like, stop the doing that. She has autism, and she's saying the vaccines cause it, or some shit like that. Even though it's really been no proof that vaccines cause autism, she's this her kid got autism, and that's what she decided. Oh, the vaccine did it. It did it. Yeah. Just stop. Just stop. Here's why I'm not um why on both sides that like you kind of an asshole because yeah on one side but like, yeah vaccines cause um uh, cause autism but guess what um a lot of these these like like diseases they cause death so what's worse having an autistic kid or a dead kid and that's what uh people who uh who do say that uh, because I was on a thread and somebody yeah, was like I like I have autism I'm on the autism spectrum but somebody was saying that and they was like uh. I'd rather people, they was like, see, I live a perfectly healthy life and I have autism. Somebody on the thread was saying that. They was like, so, <laughs> like, you can have a perfectly normal life and be autistic. You can. Like, it's levels to it. It's like, that's why it's the spectrum, because the spectrum is very broad. It's not just one thing. It's not. It's a very broad spectrum. What an awful show that Jenny McCarthy had. Somebody writing that show had autism, definitely. Stop. <laughs> that show was bad. They got their jobs back. We're not even talking about that right now. When MTV was doing their uh... awful show that Jenny McCarthy had. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Where else are we going with this shit? Um But we might see about this opening up though. Like I said, I'm looking, you know, like we said the little the events are coming up, uh the chosen few is coming up. Yeah, they uh, announced still no announcement yet about Lollapalooza. Not no, yet. I expect it's back, but um just haven't heard anything. Right. I expect so, the lineup to be released. Because mm-hmm. um it definitely missed out last year. I expected and I expected and Navy Pier open back up. Mm-hmm. I want to say they open back up because they get like a fireworks show at Navy Pier. For all my hoopers, yeah, the basketball hoops are back at all your park districts. So yeah, go ahead, hoop away. Cause yeah. That's a good 63rd thing. Street was popping that one day. I was like, oh, look at 63rd over there doing their thing. That's the Owens I saw yesterday. Um, <laughs> I saw in um Jackson Park right over there by um Marquette. Mm-hmm. Is um yeah, they out hooping, yeah, which I like because that takes me back to um nostalgia in my childhood where like we used to go out and hoop. And well, then I, get I, them I, out I, the I, house. I, shout out to Nazi, he was good. Yeah. Yeah, Nazi Gold Court, yeah, on um right over on forty seven. Over there on um forty seven yeah. is right off of Cornell. That one's open, yeah. On Lake Shore Drive, yeah, right off of Lake Shore Drive, yeah. Where, where Nazi worked on his game, yeah. <laughs> and that's where I sucked. I, I didn't work on my game there. <laughs> Why well, I'm doing this instead of <laughs> <That's just terrible. laughs> I'm doing this instead of playing ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know your you know your strengths, know where you fit in at, know your Dwayne the Rock Johnson said, "Know your role and shut your." Know your role. Know your role. Know where you fit in. <laughs> oh my goodness! What else you got? Um, did you watch the versus battle? I did. Of course, I did. That's WV. Early Mother's Day celebration. Here's my take on it. Who has the better music? As WV. Who had the better performance? Escape. That's why I stand on that. I think SWV had mad just that one album alone and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, the first fucking album. The first album, yeah. You could have just did that album and shit. Yeah. With mm-hmm. um, yeah. With um, you're always on my mind. Yeah. And, um, you gotta go downtown. <laughs> um, what was the first one they had? I can't think of right now. I'm so into you. I'm yeah. so into you. Just so many hits. Um, the right, right here, human nature. It was so many mm-hmm. hits off of that fucking first album. The anything, anything, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to that me. remix was lit. That remix, oh my gosh, I love everything. Dirty. Because when they started, it started like the album version. I was like, please, the remix, the remix. And then when they was like switching it to the remix, I was like, yeah. <laughs> that remix was ridiculous. That was hot. And then Tasha hit all the rap part of the, the Wu Tang. I was like, okay, look at Tasha and the Wu Tang rap. Okay. But yeah, yeah I did enjoy it. Where's Alma? Escape. They had some cut. You had to really be an escape fan to know some of their joints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they um their hit list is um not as massive as that SWV because they had mm-hmm. yeah um just kicking it of course yeah which uh understanding again, understanding um who can I run to they had like some hits. Mm-hmm. Am I dreaming? Uh huh. And once mm-hmm. again, that's when we start getting questionable in that one. <laughs> oh uh uh. <laughs> 
You're my little secret. Little secret. The creep, the, the creep song. <laughs> the creeping song. That's but some of the songs, like I know, like the softest place on earth, that was like more of like an album cut. But it was a nice song. That was I didn't even name any other SWV's other hits. I didn't get to um rain and shit like the like, yeah, that's so many hits. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Misty Rain. That was my jam. Can I get pink at the night? That was it. Yeah, with Missy. That hits, man. Yeah, come on. And the super duper high taste my apple pie. Yeah. So many hits, man. I'm telling you. But and then time and then they were saying that Candy was cheating. They said Candy cheated because she was using like songs like she wrote. That's what they said. She cheated. They had them to fill out that five. It's like 20 songs a lot. She had to pad them stats a little bit. <laughs> I was today years old when she did. I didn't know she did bills, bills, bills. I knew no scrubs. Her and Tanya, I knew that. No scrubs. I didn't know no. I knew I didn't know bills, bills, bills. And then when I'm thinking about the way Beyonce was singing, I'm like, it does sound like a kid. At first we started off real cool. I'm like, okay, yeah, I did. And when when Candy was singing, I said it does sound definitely like Candy was singing. Yeah, it definitely yeah. sounds like. <laughs> Right now they are like listen back. So candy cashing them checks. <laughs> bills, bills, bills. No scrubs. Then somebody sampled some the song. Fucking song, yeah. Bills, 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 and no yeah. scrubs. It makes sense that she. It makes sense, yeah. Same and even they reference they reference no scrubs instead of a scrub like you who don't know what man's about because they did say scrub and uh, bills, bills, bills. They did call the guy a scrub. Yeah. Are we gonna get into that? Yeah, we are gonna move into like gum. <laughs> A guy, a guy who who definitely goes in on scrubs. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna segue into that. This we ain't do with this shit. Yeah, <laughs> scrubs. But uh, anything else to add about the versus battle? I can say I enjoyed it. You know, some people are just negative about everything. Some people say this was dry. It was. I enjoyed it. I was singing all the songs because I knew most of the songs, and I was in there just ooh, just and then Arya was looking like okay. And then when they played No Scrubs, they already I knew No Scrubs because she knows that song. Because I was like clean one day and then I had my nice playlist and Ariana took to No Scrubs and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't see that's a good one. Because I would have had like SWV battle them, but obviously that's off the table now. So who'd be right. a good battle for TLC? Because TLC technically is um, the real, uh, I mean, SWV is the real TLC. Yeah, Coco, they're the real TLC. Coco, yeah, <laughs> that'd have been the perfect battle. The battle, the who's the real TLC? Who's the real TLC? Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, because yeah, they are. Because yeah, Tosley Lee and Coco, they are TLC. <laughs> if you want to get technical, <laughs> so um, what would they do? A good battle with the TLC. I don't know. I gotta think. Who's another group? Who's a who's a girl group that we missed and shit that. The only girl I can think of, but that ain't happening, is Destiny's Child. That's the only girl who I can think of is Destiny's Child. Beyonce is not going to be part. If Beyonce they, is not being on first. It, it won't be. Will be. It'll be um. Will be Latoya and Latavia <laughs> and Michelle will be with that. That'll be who shows up for that versus battle. And then and the three of them never even perform together as Destiny's never. Child. That's what be funny. Never. Yeah, three chicks who never were even really, really part of Destiny. That's the only group that I can't think of that had like platinum success that had that 
that level. You know what I mean? Like anybody else didn't have that platinum. Like 702 didn't have the hits and they didn't have the platinum level. Yo, see, they didn't have it. <laughs> you got to make it a good battle. Right. Yeah, like other groups just didn't have that. They didn't have that. The only one that I can think of that with the success, like a TLC success would be a Destiny's Child. But we know, obviously, that ain't happening. So we probably won't get the TLC on the verses, yeah. Which will be good. <laughs> and they had mad hits. Mm-hmm. A lot of hits them girls had. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I'm ready for that. I'm just here for that. To do the dance of our dance. Oh um, let's go from one versus to another <laughs> oh, Lord. yeah you thought tlc I, i'm still saying tlc you thought S- TLC. they are tlc you thought sw sw to the bb sw and escape was a versus they have shit on, on umar johnson and kevin samuels man. that's a versus the hotel battle battles of the hotels <laughs> that's a goddamn versus right there I don't even know how it started. As um, let some explain who uh, well, most people know who Dr. Umar Johnson. We just talked about him a week ago on this podcast, so you pretty you probably pretty much know who he is. Some you yeah. might not know who Kevin Samuels is. He's like one of these relationship guru guys. He's always suited up. Shout out to Xavier Pope. The suited With his up glasses and suited up yeah. all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just and he like, throws mass, he, just, he throws major blunt. shade. He's just blunt, yeah. With his um, yeah. He's the king of shade. He just, no, he just throws yeah, shade. Know, he does. You have three children. It. Yeah, you're not going to get a high quality man. You're not going to get a man that makes a hundred thousand dollars. No. Like when he told, because like the first thing I heard about when he told the lady that she wasn't a certain, that she wasn't attractive enough or something, he said about the lady's appearance. On a scale of one to ten, and you can't use seven, how would you rate yourself? That's one of his things. <laughs> Uh, everybody says seven because it's safe and shit. Yeah, right. So you go over like, I'm not say, being cocky. Eight or nine, you want to be cocky, but if you like, nobody wants to be a fucking six and shit. Yeah, that's why. That's why I says on a scale of one to ten, and you can't use seven. Where would you rate yourself? They say, "Well, I'm an eight. Beyonce's an eight. Are you saying you're Beyonce? <laughs> that's like really what he does and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Because I had no idea who he was. I just started seeing his picture just all over my time. I'm like, who is this person? Why Johnson. That's why him and they, they, have, they had some words, um, a little mini beef. Like, yeah. I don't even know who started it. I, I think Kevin says something about him. And then, you know, Umar, like, he he's a talking-ass Negro. Yeah, so you know he's <laughs> back. <laughs> Only time he doesn't talk is about his school. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that. That's become the surface that um, and that's what makes this even more interesting because apparently both guys are, are frauds uh, to an extent. <laughs> that's why this is no so- color me shocked. Umar Johnson, because um, when you start researching, especially um, dude um, he been he been it been like over a decade he has been like launching this school. It does not take that long to open up a school and shit. Yeah. Like he'd been like, I think you can find shit from like back in like 2009 of him talking about his school coming up, mm-hmm. like over a decade. Frederick Douglass Academy, whatever the name is. Like, Frederick Douglass Academy, and then um, is it Marcus Garvey? I think he got Marcus two- Garvey, yeah. Frederick Douglass Academy and Marcus Garvey. I'm starting two schools, Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey. Like he's like, because he's yeah, the- somebody he's starts school. Like they- that's what Kevin Samuels called him, so that's what I'm gonna call him. 
the prince of pan-Africanism. It's like, <laughs> which is hilarious. Didn't somebody start like a school in their house or something? Like, I mean, if you have to like start real basic, like, you may start with humble beginnings. Or online, like you can do online. There you go. We doing this, yeah. And like, with yeah, how's, how's, how's Ariana been attending school for the past year? Virtually. Like this. <laughs> and then you can just do stuff like just start real small. Like you have to start like, like, yeah, you may not have the funding to get the, like the people, like I think an unfair comparison. I said to Umar, I'm not an Umar Johnson fan. I'm not. But to his, uh, to his credit, when people keep on trying to say, well, LeBron started, like, that's not a fair comparison, saying LeBron. That is not a fair comparison. He just LeBron doesn't have the resources like, that LeBron like LeBron's has. making over $40 million a year right now. LeBron's that's net worth, LeBron's net worth is half a billion. Career, yeah. <laughs> he has a half a billion dollar net, uh, net worth. So that's, you can't compare somebody who has He's getting over $40 million a year just from his basketball contract. Thank Not you. None of the other shit. <laughs> all his endorsements, all that. He has a production company. Yep, not even counting like his production company or Nike or like the other shit he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gator, does he do Gatorade? Probably. Something, yeah, he does a lot of things like that. So, I mean, it's unfair to make that comparison. We understand that if you are starting from the ground level, getting those resources is hard. Like getting donations for people to donate to something, that's hard. Like building that's money hard. is hard. Hit me in the, hit, hit my cash app. That's his favorite thing. Hit my cash app. Hit my cash app. So but we allegedly, we, we we don't put our cash app on this shit because we just talking shit. I don't right. see in the cash app. My I'm cash not, app. I'm begging for donations. We just want allegedly didn't he raise like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Allegedly, but dude owes like um a couple hundred thousand in taxes. That's what people don't realize on on the buildings because he does have the buildings, but um he owes tax back taxes on them. And that's why he said hit him on the cash app. You got to pay his fucking taxes. Like that's public my, that's public record out there. My yeah. advice to him, uh, hire you a CPA, a real CPA who can help you get that shit in order because CPAs know the codes. They know this is what they do. So hire a real CPA to help you. If you have tax issues, don't go to Ray Ray on the block. Don't go to like, this. well, I know somebody who does tax. No, don't do it with somebody who does. Go with somebody that that's what their profession is. Go to the CPA. He might have a CPA. I don't know his personal information like that. He might and have. If he doesn't, then well, do it. You, guess what? <laughs> if you owe taxes, like even if you have a CPA, it's not going to make the taxes go away. You still got to pay. Yeah, it's not. But I said, but they can look for different codes to try to minimize like some of your stuff. They can maybe minimize some of your things that you owe and work out payment things. They can work out payment structures, you know. You might have a CPA. I don't know. That's why you saying hit me on the cash app to like. I don't know if he does, but if I don't he don't, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a job. So that's why he raises money. Hit me <laughs> on the cash app. So like, yeah, so that's how he's getting. That's how he's paying his taxes through the fucking cash app. That's why he's selling motherfuckers like yeah. The, that's um, how the Prince of Pan Africa. Yeah, <laughs> that's how the Prince of Pan Africa. Yeah, just donate more. Yeah, you donate twenty, donate thirty. Yeah. <laughs> that just blew me when he said on that one. He was like gifts, gifts. I appreciate you, sister, for the 10. Make, next time, make it 20. I was like, what? <laughs> like, he just say, give me $20 instead of 10. Like, I appreciate your 10, but give me 20. Well, one of the first videos I saw was when um Kevin Samuels called out Umar Johnson because um, Kevin Samuels gets called out because, like I said, he's blunt and like, harsh with his criticisms, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to black women. 
And like um, that doesn't sit well. <laughs> so yeah, with the conscious of the world, especially, so, it does not sit well. So, yeah. So um, he called him out on that. Um, said he hates black women. But then Kevin Samuels fired back. I, I hate black women. Like, don't you got two kids by two different black women? Why didn't you marry those women? You you, you love my queen, my Nubian queen, so much, but you're not married to a black woman. <laughs> So that's where it's it started getting very, so when I saw very, that about, very interesting. I saw that video when he talked about yeah, the man who loves black women but has two children and not married. And I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> but here's the thing I keep on saying stop following these so called self proclaimed gurus, these whatever they claim to be. Stop right following. Now. Because his, his skeletons are coming to the are starting to fall out the closet as well, too. Like that's what things when um when shots get fired, people dig up shit on you. So with Kevin Samuels, it's starting to come out that um because he always talks about the um high value man. That's the thing he talks about being a high value man. But now they digging in his past and seeing that um uh, he's not as high value as he claims to be. Mm-hmm. He's high value now mostly because of YouTube and shit, but like. Because he's claimed that he worked in corporate America and all, and he's like what? But it's starting to show that that never happened. It's like <laughs> he's like as claiming. That's more he said. You say you worked in corporate America. We determined that that was a lie. <laughs> or are you gonna get the paper on him? <laughs> they pulled up his past and they showing that he was um making like he was making like nine hundred dollars a month, like in two thousand and whatever. It was like like over a decade ago. <laughs> they pulled up his um. <laughs> Well, what I'm he, sorry, a month? Not a week, like a month? His wife was the breadwinner they were showing. That doesn't sound as so if we go by that. And his divorce, once again, like you can't, don't give relationship advice. You've been divorced twice. Because yeah, he just said his wife at the time was the one that was making the money. <laughs> Stop listening to these gurus. Like, just, I mean, if somebody, because like, obviously, like, anybody, the can go to, anybody can go to KNG and get, put a suit on it. <laughs> Look like um the important. It's like, look like new money. Look like success. Look like the important, and that's I'm sure that's what he did. He had, he got the KNG to all the one ninety nine special from KNG. Well, buy one get three free because they have those deals sometimes. I get the text messages. I do. <laughs> yep, KNG with the one ninety nine special or whatever you got, and there you go. But my <laughs> thing is like the phrase that they always say: a, a clock, a broken clock is right twice a day. A broken clock is right twice a day. So you may catch like somebody, if they make a point, ah, good point. But just take that good point, but don't just like become so like, yes. And I just, well, I buy into what I've been says, saying. I said, I've, been, them. I've been in the end, I've been ah. in the entertainment industry for like over 20 years at this point. And right from the beginning, I always said that um, stop treating these motherfuckers like gods. They're human beings. I've never mm-hmm. been starstruck in my life. I don't care who it was and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'd have met some pretty big celebrities and I spoke to them just like how we talking right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't put them on no pedestal, like fuck that. Like, like that. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, and that's where people get wrapped up. Like if you follow Umar Johnson or Kevin Samuels and you treat these motherfuckers like gods. And then when you find out they're full of shit, it's like you still have to defend them and shit. <laughs> they're human them. just like me. No, but but the thing, they don't do that. You keep you still defend them when you find out they're full of shit because you done dedicated your whole life to defending this motherfucker. So now when you find out that oh, maybe he's not what um, you thought he was, 
And then now you have to you have to keep the lie going and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, interesting. So he was only making nine hundred dollars a month, and his wife was supporting him. So is that a quality man? He talks about <laughs> like, that. is that basically saying if you don't make six figures that you're not a high value man? That's what he's like. Yeah. Um, it's a and, lot that's that, of and that's that 1% that ate that six figure. It's a lot of people that make under six 99% of men are trash. Is it basically? So if a guy makes $80,000 a year, he's not quality. If a guy makes $70,000 a year, he's not quality. It's a lot of numbers under 100000 that it's not like you only make $12,000 a year or 100000 It's a lot of stuff in between. It's a lot of numbers in between. But yeah, I've definitely watched this stuff. And he has good content, but um, yeah, he's he talks a big game. Like I said, he might not be he might not be about that life. What he really talks about from like some of the um dirt that's mm-hmm. starting to surface on him. And that's the thing. Everybody got skeletons. When people start, when you start naming yourself, I'm a self-proclaimed this. I'm a relationship expert. I'm a this. I'm a that. And then people start digging, digging. Just going digging. Then it's like, hmm, interesting, interesting. Because everybody got skeletons, like you said. Everybody does. And you don't want to get caught on that side of embarrassment. Because then when you get caught on that other side of it, now you got to play damage control. You got to try to, well, this is how it, well, yeah, it happened, but it really, it happened, but it didn't happen. Now you're like, you're double talking. You're trying to Samuel's explain the way is, I think. Um, he's probably planning his next move. Because I haven't, I don't think he's posted anything, any new videos, um, since this scandal has a scandal. It's like, yeah, is it really a scandal? Is just two Negroes arguing to me and shit? <laughs> it's really a scandal and shit, yeah. But um, but since this scandal erupted, he hasn't posted anything. So he's probably figuring out what he's figuring out his next move. Is, all that is. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what am I gonna tell all these all, all his fan base? Because he has a pretty big following. You got to figure mm-hmm. out, hey, how should I address this shit? Yeah, because we know that in today's society, it can be very fickle. Like, you could have your 100,000 followers on Instagram, and then one thing, now you got 20 followers. Uh-huh. That can happen. Uh-huh. Or you could go from having five followers to having 5,000 followers, then 10,000, then 20,000. Like, it's so fickle one, how stuff goes. One video that goes viral. That's how that happens, yeah. Because I had no idea who he was. Like, apparently the one video when he told the lady, like I said, that was the first one I saw when he told her that she wasn't whatever. Like he That's said what put him on. Originally, when Kevin Samuel started, I'm going to give you a little backstory on him. I've um, done my research. He was basically um, basically like man to man talk to the guys. What are you saying? Basically, mm-hmm. like man the fuck up is what that kind of thing. What really, really like started getting some traction is when he started going after the women. Cause then women start saying like, who, who is you? Like, yeah, like that's what, yeah. When he started saying that y'all got up. Cause when he was just talking shit to the fellas, he had a, his following, like he had a little bit of a follow. He was saying like, yeah, they like, step your game up, up yesterday, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He started saying that um, you don't deserve a man that makes this because you got three kids by two different dudes. Like that's when women started saying, huh? What'd he say? Like, <laughs> now he's getting a following. It's like, yeah. <laughs> When he, when he started saying chicks for like a four and shit, like, but you want a, a 10. And so, yeah, he started going in with that kind of shit. That's huh? me, though. Like, just being like, you're like, that's. Um, yeah. Well, that's how, how, how how tall are you? What, what's your dress size? How much do you weigh? That's one thing. <laughs> he puts both because like that's because uh, like women, especially are vague with their size. Yeah. 
I'm I'm thick. <laughs> I'm um curvy. That's why he always says, "What's your dress size? How much do you weigh?" I'm he, voluptuous. <laughs> voluptuous. <laughs> What, what size you wear? Five, okay. five four. You weigh um. You weigh two over two hundred pounds. You, you're not voluptuous. You're you're obese. <laughs> that's mean though. That is that's mean. That is, that's mean. That's mean. Like I haven't followed like a lot of his stuff. Like I said, I saw the one video where he told the lady that she wasn't attractive enough, and then I saw the other video where he saying that Doctor Umar Johnson, you have the two kids, and I saw that video. It's a pan Africanism. Now I'm going to go down the rabbit hole and like try to look up his stuff now because now I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, he talks a lot of shit. <laughs> and that's when he really started getting a following because then, because uh, word travels fast. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just talking shit about women. Yeah. Telling, yeah. Like the guys watch it and think it's funny. And the women say, because they want to see, like, did he really say that? So they watching it. Like, did he really? <laughs> so that's why, that's, that's when his following exploded pretty much. When he started telling the women about themselves, when he was just going the uh, man to man talk about, yeah, get your shit, get your money right. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not pulling Beyonce saying you make like you make twenty thousand. Like he was like, was that, that kind of stuff? It's like, yeah, like, like you want these model chicks? Like, yeah, what are you bringing to the table? It's what like, are you bringing to the table? That's, that's kind of and that goes on both ends. Like, I mean, like you, they like both parties have to bring something to the table. If you want a certain level of quality of a partner, you guys have to meet. Y'all have to meet in the middle. Y'all have to meet. Like, what are you bringing? What is he bringing? And it just can't be your looks, like, for people. Like, you just can't be like, well, I look good. No, that's not enough. You can't just bring your looks to the table. Chicks do that way more than guys. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I will lean and say that women do. Like, you just can't bring, like, or if you make a lot of money. Women come a dime a dozen. It's like, Mm -hmm. Or if you make good money and you're a guy, you just can't be like and be a complete asshole and be like, well, I make money. You're an asshole, though. Or you're <laughs> like, you can't, be, that doesn't justify you being an asshole. Right. It doesn't justify you being an asshole. It doesn't just because you make money. For my first experience, my first introduction to Kevin Samuels, it was earlier this year, I want to say, I saw a video. It was, um, he had, he had called in. He wasn't even, it wasn't even his interview. It was a podcast. These cats called, I think, the Roommates podcast is like, mm-hmm. is this just a couple of guys that talk shit? Basically, <laughs> it's kind of like what we do and shit. Except it's guys and shit, though. Yeah, if what just like if you were if you were a guy and we just talking shit, it's like, a guy. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, you know, they had these chicks on there. These um these OnlyFans chicks, like basically, like yeah. So you know, like that's the big thing now. Chicks making yeah. money, OnlyFans and all that. And the guy, the um, the lead, um, the one that was leading the interview was basically saying that, um, that that only is some bullshit. It's like, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, you're attractive, but like, what about when your looks fall? How are you gonna make money? That's what he was saying. Cause like, this is not gonna last forever. Like, yeah, cause um, and which is a good point. Cause then when Kevin Samuels did call in, it's like every generation of chicks think they discovered the wheel when they realize that hey, men are giving me money because I look good. It's like, which is true, right? That every chick yeah, thing to, he's like, to yeah. an extent, yeah. Like this, yeah, if you if you don't have anything else going, like what are you gonna do when this um and y'all are yeah, you young women in your twenties, you're making bank now, like probably six figures off of this OnlyFans shit. He's like, when your looks start fading, when the next like shiny new chick comes along, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, what is what is your plan and shit? And then um and the chicks weren't trying to hear that shit. So they basically they got up and walked out of the interview and shit. When he started telling them, it was like, no, like, yeah, your money is not real. Like, yeah, like this is not your, pl- your plan should be 
Yeah. I said, like I said, that we can say, but see, we got to do it. This. Your plan should be if you do, if this is what you are going to do, and you like, I know I'm a, I'm a bad bitch, air quotes, cool, you know that that's what your thing is or whatever. You better be stacking your bank and you better be doing something to make that money work for you. Six, I think, weren't doing that. They were being real vague with it. So I'm going to say, you better be making that all, money work for you. They were basically saying that, yeah, well, I have a business going on. And then, like, well, of course, the next follow-up question, yeah, what's your business? Like, they didn't have an answer to that's get That's the thing. You better, like, like for uh, example. You can tell when somebody is full of shit. It's like, full yeah. of shit, they, they just, uh. Yeah, well, I have a business. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm not just out here doing this. Like, yeah, I'm building my business. Yeah, what's your business? What's your business? I don't have to tell you my personal. It's like, what if I want to support it? What if I want to invest in it? Yeah. Like, what's your business? It's like, and like they didn't have anyway. You can tell when they got they they got caught up. So then they just got up and walked out of there. They got agitated. Yeah. And rather than like be like, oh, you found me out, then it's like, no, nah, you just like fuck you. That's the moment when that that was the viral moment when I discovered who Kevin Samuels was. Like mm-hmm. was that when he basically started when he started deep deep diving on these OnlyFans chicks about that's the thing about, about it. What what is your business? Is like what if you, you know that you're only going to be able to do something for a short amount of time. Like prime example, he, he, he um, compared. Uh, he, once I know where you're going, he compared like what they're doing to being an, a, a professional an athlete, athlete or or the other one. I was going to say is like um, like those people, like all those reality people, like the Jersey Shore, like those like like a circus, like around the early two thousand ten, the early two thousand they was popping. Like all that reality TV shit was popping. Like the only ones who still are who still are around really is the Kardashians. They're the ones who really still they're wrapping around, up, but um, they already but made wrapping up. Matter. Yeah, they, but they they're are. the ones who stayed in. Like I said, most people shot, their shot window was like out of the flavor of love, girl. There you go, perfect example. Most shout of these people, Kelly Jay, shout out Mariah. We know uh-huh. some of them. Man. <laughs> their window was like three to four years tops. Three to four years tops was your window. So while you got your fifteen minutes, you better be out there hustling. Doing your parties, doing your appearances, doing you know, doing your stuff. Hustle out there. And Jay Marie were both out there doing it. Now they um both back they, to regular very, life. Very regular now. Both living regular <laughs> life. Only one who's still around is uh, Shea Bucky Johnson. Bucky Johnson made still. a career out of this shit. Like <laughs> she, she the only one who's still doing it. <laughs> like she and um, I was watching the um, you know, you go down a YouTube rabbit hole. I was mm-hmm. watching a YouTube video talking about the flavor of love girls. Where are they now? And they covered all. And Shay John said, "Who would ever thought that Bucky would be the last one?" Said you couldn't have predicted that. It's like a out of all like, well, that was like was sixteen like, years ago. Yeah, especially with all uh, years ago, something like that. Yeah, she was just kind of the part of the crowd. You would have thought it would been like New York or so, like one of the over the top ones that lasted. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. like would have thought Bucky Johnson would like because she's still on TV now. Like mm-hmm. she's still like doing reality TV. She made a career out of that shit. Because yeah. Bucky's only moment was when she like tried to push the girl off the rail and when she tried to push crazy. That was like her big moment. Oh yeah, that was her viral moment. That was her moment when she tried to push. But other than that, she just was like regular. She really just wasn't. A shout like, out. The other one, like obviously New York was over the top. Obviously yeah. she mm-hmm. was a character. Then who, who else was So she was no um delicious. They won. So they both got recognition mm-hmm. being the winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out Leilene, and I'm leaving it that that smiley Leilene, and I leave that alone. It's like shout out, shout out to her. Pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> was like a substitute teacher, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like a sub. So it's like, yeah, like if you are, if you do have that moment where it's like, hey, you know, I got 15 minutes of fame. My clock started 
now. So I'm gonna get in as much as I can this 15 minutes. I'm just gonna roll, roll, roll. Boots was the city girls before the city girls. Nah. <laughs> even had, period. She even had the voice. Like Boots. She got married and had like three kids or something. Yeah, she just yeah, real yeah, regular. She, she's the mother of the city girls. I made boots that old as well. <laughs> period. <laughs> Shout out, shout out Heidi, goddammit. Let's go, man. Heidi? <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> I went on a bad date with this chick that says she looked like Beyonce. We don't tell that story. Well, she said she looked like Beyonce. This is pre-social media. You know, flavor of love. Social media was still primitive then. So um, well, you got to ask, like, what you look like. You couldn't just look it up yourself. There wasn't no Instagram then and shit in 2007 and shit or whatever. And she said she looked like Beyonce and shit. And this chick looked like fucking hottie and shit. I was hottie. Worst date ever went on in my life. I'm like, oh, God, let me just get, when is this shit going to end? Okay, Hadi, you have you have big eyes and you have weave. You have the same weave and big eyes. Like yeah, I, went to, wait, I went to Red That's Lobster. That's about it. I went to Red Lobster with hottie. Hottie? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yikes. You know. Beyonce. Beyonce. You like every guy on there. Oh, which one called was another one uh, who was on it. Uh, she was like making a little thing. Goldie. Because oh, Goldie. Oh. Yeah, because I saw her in the play at the Eerie Crown. Yeah, I saw um, her play she did that area. for a little while, the stage play. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was doing the stage play because I actually met her. I was like, hey, girl. Like, hey. You know, and she was like really sweet. She was. She was really sweet. Yep. It's but fun. that's what you well, need whatever, to do. Let's go down this rabbit hole. What happened to some of these chicks? They had some memorable chicks on that show. This is the ones um, I know personally are Kelly J and uh, Mariah. Like, and Mariah, yeah. Which was beautiful and the prototype for and those, the prototype, yeah. When I look them up, they were that's beautiful. And that's prototype. what their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure their names was misspelled because it was Flav. Flav was, um, he is functionally retarded. So he, <laughs> yeah. He's functionally <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the days was misspelled because well, pumpkin. I'm like pumpkin. Like, that's nice. Okay, delicious. Nice. She still spells it like that. Delicious. Delicious. L a s h l. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. S h i s. Yeah. Delicious. Shish. She had even dropped the name, but I guess it didn't work, so she went back to it. She was going by London Charles for a while, but right, nobody knew who the fuck that was, so she went back uh-huh. to Delicious. You just go with what you know. Yeah, <laughs> Delicious is gonna make you money. Stick to that shit. It's like, cause I get you want to um separate yourself from that fucking flavor <laughs> of love shit. Like, who wants to be the the flavor of love chick the rest of their life? So I get um why she tried to rebrand herself. She went with um yeah, you're London fifty years Charles. old. I was a flavor of love season three. You're fifty years old now. <laughs> London Charles, but I'm sure that nobody wants to book London Charles. Who? Who? Oh, okay, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Fuck it, just go yeah. back to delicious. That's what I, she just went back to it. <laughs> Because she but tried to take it, but she couldn't. She said, ah, fuck it. I'm, even now on her social media, she's still delicious and everything. Delicious. She just went back to what she said, fuck it. But that's what you need to do. Like I said, like we can segue with that about how do you grow your money? Mm-hmm. That's what we can talk about. Because real about, talk. About the ups and downs of, of Dogecoin. Yes. What, um, what a journey that fucking thing has been on <laughs> Those dog because people call it for dog coin. <laughs> I bought it. That's what I call it. Dog coin. Dog coin. <laughs> I bought it two years ago. I'm, I ain't new to this shit. I bought this in 2019. 
Mm-hmm. I and mean, um, so all y'all knew uh, <laughs> I've been on this because <laughs> um, that's when um, that's around the time when everybody was like bitching and crying over Bitcoin. Yeah, if you had bought Bitcoin back in 2013, you'd spend a hundred dollars, you'd be a millionaire now. But I was like, yeah, that's dope. Uh, we, well, uh, we don't have, we don't have flying DeLoreans. Let's get a flying DeLorean. Go back in time and um, buy Bitcoin. So I was like, because then everybody started buying like fractional shares of Bitcoin. I'm like. That's cool. You might make a couple hundred. You might make it forty dollars, but yeah, a couple hundred dollars. But um, yeah, I'm like, I want to find the next bit. I want to find um a small investment that's gonna like pay off. That's gonna turn into something mm-hmm. real. And so I started buying. Now, and the reason I bought that, it was so cheap. It was the cheapest one. Uh, shout out <laughs> our brother. Yeah, the cheapest one. <laughs> that's why I bought it because Dogecoin was so. It's like less than a penny and shit at the time. Right. And so I bought a um a nice amount of it because it was mm-hmm. just so cheap. And I said, even if it um stays right here, which I thought it would, I didn't think that shit would. I thought it'd be like five years before I even hit the one cent mark. That's how cheap right. it was, like point zero 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 whatever. Like it was like less than a penny. It's like what it was worth at the time. So um, I said, it's like it's probably gonna be years before this even hits a penny. So I just buy it and just put it in the background, put it on the shelf, and forget about it, which is what I did. Until I started seeing Elon Musk and like all these motherfuckers talking about Dogecoin. And I was like, Mark Cuban, did Mark Cuban say something about it too? Elon Musk. And I started saying, Didn't I buy that? Let me check. Let me check my portfolio right quick. Let me check that right fast. The light bulb, because I was like, um, I bought some of that. Yeah, a couple years. Because I forgot about the shit. Yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. I bought some of that. And it was up to like about about five, six cents at that time. And mm-hmm. I bought it less than a penny. You think about that. And it was yeah. up to like five, six cents. I was like, whoa. Whoa. I didn't think it was going to hit up. I thought it'd be like five years before it even got to one cent. That's all that's all cheap and worth. That's this, how cheap it was. Right. I said, yeah. I said it's probably gonna be years before it gets to one cent, but um I, I didn't pay anything for it. So fuck mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy it till this year after I saw it start making some strides. I bought it early when it was still cheap. I didn't get it like when it was like when it was under a dime when you got it right. I got it when it was under a dime. Yeah. The one that I did was the Ethereum Classic. I did that two years ago. See, we did the opposite. I got a little bit of that. I did Ethereum Classic two years ago because that was the only at the time that was the only um, cryptocurrency on Robinhood's platform that I could afford because everything else was just so high. They didn't, they didn't, share they didn't even start shares. carrying Dogecoin until like now, until it started. Right. Experience. They didn't have partial shares and, back and, then. And Coinbase didn't have Dogecoin at all until like at all, right. months ago. They just added it. Like mm-hmm. when it started going up, they just added that shit this year. So mm-hmm. it wasn't even there back when you bought that. Dogecoin. So I did the Ethereum Classic because that was the only thing that yeah, was affordable Coinbase. that was under a certain amount. I said, let me get a little bit. I said, even if it just stays around here, and then that exploded. It went up, up. It, it exploded. I was like, <laughs> like when I was checking my portfolio, I was like, okay, there's Dogecoin. I was like, wait a minute, Ethereum. Wait, what? I was like, what? So crypto. I bought a little bit of that. Um, why I bought that was because um, mm-hmm. you get advice from um, your um, from from real investors, not the um fake investors, not your YouTube investor or or your Facebook investors. There we go. Your Facebook financials. We're <laughs> gonna start calling them Facebook financials. <laughs> we don't them. So I started looking um and getting um it's like the um best um cryptos to get. Of course, Bitcoin mm-hmm. be at the top of the choice, but like most people aren't gonna be able to afford like that. Like if you didn't buy it, even if you bought it, let's say two years ago when we um started really getting into crypto, 
like you would have even had to have some money then to get in it because like then mm-hmm. it was like five thousand dollars now it's like thousand mm-hmm. see what i'm saying like and i saw a lady uh thousand was a lot that's still a lot even back then. right yeah. i like, saw a lady that said that she bought in when it was a thousand dollars she was like she bought it when it was a thousand dollars Mm-hmm. And she was like, and she was like, yeah, and I made, I was able to make some money because she didn't say how much she made, obviously, but she was like, I was able to. Yeah, I don't deal with actual <laughs> numbers. Yeah, I just say, um, I own Dogecoin, I own um, Uthrum Classic. Yes, that's that's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't give big no. I don't, I don't, you don't need to know that much about. Yeah, me. you don't need to know that, but but, but um, what you need to know is that you need yeah, to get. Here's how I got into. That's what the story I was telling. When I started, mm-hmm. yeah, top cryptos to get in, and it had um, uh, yeah, the um, Bitcoin it had um. The Uthrium on there, not the mm-hmm. class, the Uthrium, and that one is about mm-hmm. um a couple thousand at this point. Yeah, that one's high. So that one's high. high. So I didn't check and I yeah. saw it was over a thousand dollars at that time. I was like, well, I can't probably afford it. I was like, but hmm, what about this Uthrium Classic? Which was the cheap. classic is cheaper. Yeah, I can get this classic. That. I was like, okay, this is like like about like 15 when I got it. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll buy a little bit of this. So I got a little. So I was like, I'll take. I said 1500 versus $15. I was like, hmm, I'll try a little bit of this $15. Yeah, it was like a little over $5 when I bought it two years ago. It was like a little over five. So I was like, okay, $5. That's that's not a that's not a bad. Like, you know, even if you do like spend and then you lose, like, it's not that much to lose. You know, it's not five dollars so a share. It's not that much. Okay, to lose. I can't afford the um Uthrium, but I can afford the Uthrium Classic. And I started mm-hmm. looking, I was like, okay, it's legit. It's not um something somebody just made up because a lot of these cryptos people do just be making up. Well, which those corners started out as, but now it is considered real and <laughs> shit. But it's not real. It's considered real now. So there's some of them that people motherfuckers do just make up shit. So you gotta be careful. Like you don't want to scammers to get you and shit. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But there's the thing. Like you gotta learn to do your research for one mm-hmm. and start investing your money. We should start. Like, Start, start now. A, start a crypto. Damn coin. Let's go. Damn coin. <laughs> gonna buy our damn selves, not another damn podcast. Damn coin. Damn coin. Let's do damn. it. <laughs> Get that damn coin. <laughs> damn coin baby. Yeah. How you paying with this damn coin? This That's damn coin. <laughs> Watch that shit blow up. We're gonna do it. <laughs> and I want my coins. That's how coin started as a joke and shit. <laughs> But yeah, though you got it. Um, number four crypto in the world right now. It's top five mm-hmm. now. So the start is number four. You got to um, invest your money now. Like start doing this now. Like and the thing that you can't get so wrapped up in. Like yeah, it's so easy to say shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like I mean, but a, a phrase that I've been saying is, if you learn from it, it's not a mistake. Mm-hmm. If you learn, it's not a mistake. We get it. Your 20s are for learning. I mean, like a lot of people don't have, you don't have the knowledge. You don't have the skills that you don't have the discipline. You don't have that when you're 22. You just don't. That's you just don't I have it at 22. The my, average, the average 22 year old. My 20s was trash. I spent all of my 30s fixing the mistakes from my 20s. Mm-hmm. Then when I hit my 40s, I had my shit together. That's what mm-hmm. that's trajectory of my life. Like I spent mm-hmm. all of my 30s fixing the bullshit from my 20s. That's what I did pretty much. <laughs> my 20s was like, I I was not in a bad spot, but I could have been better. I, I should have been investing. Like I wasn't in a bad spot, but I wasn't investing. And that's like a mistake that I like. I wish I would have like, what's up? But now I'm like, I learned I from it. Broke. I was broke and I wasn't investing. I wasn't investing. I was not investing at all in my 20s. And I'm like, and I was like, I was like if I would have been invested, if I started at 26, 
what I would have right now. I said, but I was like, let me not get wrapped in that. I'm like, you know what? I know this now. So let me go ahead. And now that I know my stuff now, I'm teaching my kids now. I'm like, okay, let me teach them so they can learn. So they don't have to make these mistakes that I made in my 20s and part of my 30s that I made. But at the age that we're at, like we always keep on saying, it's not cool to be like financially illiterate at this age. It's it's just not, it's not cute. It's not. You gotta, you gotta get your shit together. Except if you're a real ninja, then it is cool. <laughs> you gotta get your shit together. YOLO money. No. YOLO. You wanna be broke, broke being YOLO. You gotta factor it in. It's nobody saying that you can't do stuff. The best thing that I've been doing. Can't, can't take it to the grave with you. I'm spending all this shit. The best thing that I can say is, is that you don't want to just be like all work, no play, all work. And then you just hoarding away money. Don't do that. However, create a budget for yourself. Okay. If you feel like $200 a month is what you need to, um, to entertain yourself. Okay. Put it in a money envelope. If you feel like $50 is enough, like I can't tell you what you, what your form of entertainment is. Whatever your former entertainment is, what you like to do. A hundred, whatever it is, just figure, figure it, it out. Figure it out. Put, it in a, put it in a money envelope. Put it in an envelope and then label your envelopes. Okay, this is for April. This is for May. This is for June, July. Label your envelopes and then also have envelopes set aside for special occasions. Like, you know, okay, my birthday's coming up. My anniversary is coming up. Uh, WrestleMania is coming up. <laughs> you know, like... You know, I put like stuff in a. We talked about it. Yes, shout out Bianca Belair and and Sasha. Mm -hmm. Put stuff in an envelope. Put that in an envelope, and then once you save and put the money aside, you have your money saved. You put a little bit in each time you get paid. So then, even if you do have to theoretically come out of pocket, let's say you do have to come out of pocket a little bit, like okay, I'm a hundred dollars short on my trip. Now you only had to come out hundred dollars versus a thousand dollars. If your trip was a thousand dollars, you came up with now you saved nine hundred. Now you want to come up with a hundred, rather than come up with a thousand off the bat. And with all of this money talk, let's tie it all together with a nice bow. We are not new with this shit. We <laughs> all of this shit together, man. One of the biggest money makers on the planet, Bill and Melinda Gates. Wild Ford divorce split. Parted. Yeah, That's um like hundred billion. I forget like what the net worth somewhere up there in that hundred like billion. One twenty, I think. Like that, that. Those somewhere in that hundred billion range, yeah. But um, like I said I don't know if this changes because of the divorce, but for years they already said that um most of that was going to charity, like they right. Like, so um. Um, I think uh, it seems like um, it's right. It doesn't seem messy right now. Still early. It seems though. like an amicable split. They said we still gonna run our foundation. We just can't be married anymore. That's yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Because I did like what they were doing with their foundation. Yeah, they, that's what you're supposed to do. Like when you got when you're blessed, you're supposed to give back to less fortunate. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. And shit. when you if you put in a position where to bless, you're supposed to give back, and that's what they mm-hmm. do. Like most of their money, they that's why they get all this money. Most of it, they give it away. Like they're not over mm-hmm. there, like buy like like um like like buying Birkin and all of that shit. It's like, they give most of that money away to. I charity. need a, I need another private jet. Let me get another jet. Let me get another yacht. Another yacht and another jet. What? They not out here like um like like the Wolf of Wall Street and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I still not gotta see that. 
We throwing the money. <laughs> Not out here like Leo and the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> throwing the money in the harbor. But um, what's funny is that um, a lot of um, well, uh, you probably heard some people make this joke too. Is like, like a lot, lot, a lot of the chicks um, so slide in the bills, DM and the dude. Yeah, like, I saw the the oh, hey I'm big a, head. Yeah, I'm gonna slide in Melinda's. Like I saw a dude was saying that. <laughs> slide Melinda's DM. Slide in her DM. Yeah. So they had what twenty seven yeah, so, years so, of marriage. So, I think. So, yeah, twenty seven years. So, so sorry, but your marriage didn't work out. But if you if you need to talk, I'm here. <laughs> Like that kind of, you need a shoulder to cry on. I got after going after being married for twenty seven years and going through a divorce with that much money, neither one that probably is ever so going especially to marry again. Probably never remarried. Bill neither Michael, one that was probably guys, ever going to guys, marry again. Guys, tend to remarry. Like uh, I don't see Melinda ever remarrying at all. She might have play things here and there, like yeah, but I don't. She's probably never remarried again. <laughs> she might have somebody like knock her off every now and then, like yeah, like, boot thing. Yeah. And then because of the age that uh, I said, well, man, you have to be careful because, man, you can still produce kids in your 60s, 70s, and even 80s, I think. But women, we get past a certain point, so you don't even have to worry about that. It's like, I can't get pregnant. Yeah. just whenever so You don't have to worry about guys trying to, uh-oh. You ever get horny, you hit up random guy and shit, yeah. Uh-oh, condom broke. Oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about the bum dude trying to come up on child support with you, so... Uh, but I think um yeah like I think he um then she get like twenty five billion in fucking Coca Cola stock or something. <laughs> what a consolation prize! I think Bill I saw that he gave like the because like when you have money you own shit like that he owns like, stuff. billion in Coca Cola. Okay, you get this stock right here. Yeah, this Coke stock right here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like when uh Bezos uh, and McKenzie Jeff Bezos and McKenzie when they split. Mm-hmm. And then she got what thirty billion, something mm-hmm. like that. So she's good. She's like, okay, I got my thirty. <laughs> I'm out. Up there, and like, what are their marital status? I'm trying to think who's in that top ten. Because <laughs> we saw Bezos went through a divorce. Bill Gates is going through one now. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else is up there. And like uh, Zuckerberg, he's doing okay. Sucks. He's still with his wife. Yeah. That's the thing with these um. Cause that's what um that's that's another thing people. What's say. Warren Buffett's status? Is he is he married or is he married? I'm not sure. Because like, I, I never I never knew. I don't know if he's widowed. I don't know. Like his yeah, husband. I don't know his story. I don't know like what his story is. Warren Buffett, like his personal relationship. I don't know his personal relationship story. Elon mm-hmm. Musk. I want to say is married, which we just talked about. See it all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I think that. That's what I'm, I, a lot of the guys, a lot of guys are joking about that. If Bill Gates can't keep his woman happy, I ain't got no chance. <laughs> That's a lot of guys. <laughs> I saw that in my I think honestly, sometimes I mean, the rest of us ain't got no chance. Like, if Bill Gates can't keep he's like 120 million, he can't keep his woman happy. <laughs> what chance we got? <laughs> I think honestly, though, with some of these couples, if you do split after like 20 plus years of marriage, it's just honestly, you guys just grew apart and it it's just after a certain point, it's like, okay, our kids are grown. Like, we ain't got to pretend no more. Like, it's like, we, Especially we ain't got to pretend no more. Especially not doing it for the money, because, like, y'all are straight and shit. Yeah, like, right. Like, we, we're good. I, like, I, I, you don't got, need, I don't need you for support. It's like, so why are we still together? Right. Like, well, what, what are we doing? So, yeah. Like, what are we doing? 
Not like you like not like you, you were just like not like you were a stay-at-home mom your whole life. You're like you can't leave because he's your support. And she's like that. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like he's the breadwinner, so you can't leave. But I mean, I think the pandemic, I think it's another thing. I'm gonna blame 2020, the coronavirus, because the coronavirus. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I blame it because it's like you really did get to learn your partner. Like if you had to be quarantined, you had to be quarantined, you couldn't leave the house for several months. Tell me about it. <laughs> you learn your partner, and I'm just saying, if you can't be with your partner alone, if you can't be in a partner for a weekend, if after a weekend you're just like you can't be in the house with your partner a weekend, and you're like just going, man, yeah, it's like probably shouldn't be the gift, <laughs> right? It's kind of like uh, probably a wrap, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On that note, is a wrap for this damn. It's episode. a wrap for us, yes. Yeah, appreciate you supporting not another damn podcast once again shout out to all the mamas out there and we're not shouting out the fathers that are playing mama and daddy no we don't do that here nobody does that but wait wait till father's day comes around you can hear especially in the black community but if you like our podcast want to support us further hey give our facebook fan page a like also, you can subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. Also, get at us on your Amazon Alexa devices. And if you want to um, check us out visually on YouTube, you could do that a little something like. Well, sexy right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how to get with me. Yeah. Hey, you can check me out MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, SER8GULEY1 on Twitter, mm-hmm. SER8GULEY7 on Instagram. Huh? Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.